Hey everyone, welcome back to Google Workspace Recap, your number one source for everything Workspace by the Tab Geeks Network. My name is Jesse Nolan, my co-host is Steve Larson, and we're here to help you keep up. I'd like to quickly discuss a disturbing trend I have seen. Why are so many people still calling Workspace <laughs> G Suite? I'm seeing it not everywhere, but I'm seeing it decently in a bunch of different places. Specifically, in today's well, ClickUp yeah. keynote. If you don't know what ClickUp is, it's it's a more modern version of Asana, basically. When they highlighted their totally rebuilt platform and its integrations, they prominently listed G Suite. This was rebranded in 2020. Come on, people, get with the program. Anyway, that's my rant. I mean, the subreddit's still called G Suite. That's not going to change, and yeah, people refer well, to G, G Suite there a lot. <laughs> But it's because Reddit won't let you change it. I know, but it's the people. I guess the, you know people are always referring to it still as G Suite there. And yeah, I, but I, I remember said, how quickly it went from Google Apps to G Suite when Google announced that they were changing the name to G Suite. I was in the room when they made the announcement. I mean, and I like that, G Suite. I guess though. I don't know. I, think, <laughs> I mean, it's shorter, <laughs> but you could just call it Workspace. It's relatively almost as short as G Suite. Still two almost. syllables. I know. Workspace G Suite is a little bit more concise. Uh, I suppose. Um, and it was a good name. I did like it, despite all of the uh, G Spot jokes that everybody made at the time. Um, I thought it was a, a great name. But um, yeah, there was a collective chuckle Never. in the room when they announced that it was G Suite. Everybody was kind of looking around going. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's Workspace. And Workspace is a huge environment. And Google put a shitload of work and investment and marketing behind this and it barely made a dent into what people are calling it yeah anybody that's not an admin basically i'm still hearing call it g suite well and also you forgot to put the space in g suite jesse so there shouldn't be a space that was a <laughs> dumb decision they removed the space from chrome os that was smart they would have eventually done that with g suite also it's a yeah, brand probably. it's one word <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was that was something that I saw this morning, and I was just like, "Oh, come on!" I mean, this is a big company. I mean, granted, they're not you know enormous, but they're they're a decent decent startup. They've got millions of customers, you know, and and uh, they're, st they're still calling it G Suite. And fine, it was the marketing team, not the people who built the integration. I'm sure the people who built the integration know that it's Workspace because they had to go in and look at all the documentation in order to set it up. But still, it should have been called Workspace. And that's not the only place I've seen it. I've also seen it in, as you mentioned, in the forums, um, but also in, um, you know, even YouTube videos, people that are talking about it. I still have to tag some of my posts with G Suite just to make sure that it gets, yeah. tells the algorithm, hey, it's also about this, even though I don't say the word G Suite in the video anywhere. My LinkedIn still says Workspace in quotes G Suite, mm -hmm. you know, evangelist. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, still there. Ugh. Well, I think that uh, this is a, a call to all admins out there to join the cause and um, tell everybody to stop calling it G Suite. Everybody you know, hey, right. it's not G Suite anymore. It's been rebranded. It's Workspace. It's yeah. Workspace. It's Workspace. So join us. <laughs> and Googlers, if you're listening, tell somebody higher up that they need to put, I don't know, a million dollars in marketing money to uh, <laughs> telling tell people, people that, we, changed, yeah. that we rebranded it three years ago. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, welcome back home. Yeah. Back in the studio. Uh, back in the studio. We're here. And looking at, you know, pretty limited number of releases this week. Just two. Two that came out uh, during the week. And then we saw four others uh, in the end of week recap post. 
a few little things in the news here. And a little reminder at the upcoming developer conference, developer summit in Toronto and Chicago. So we'll take you through all of those headlines here and then dive into the details. So first one uh, kind of uh, came out at the end of week recap here is that you can now view peripheral devices directly in uh, the Google Meet green room. Green room. There's some improvements to sales and customer service integrations in Google Chat. There's now a two-pane view on foldable Android devices. Uh, now it's going to be now available for Meet, Gmail, and Chat. And then uh, and this this kind of caught me a little bit off guard. This is not Zoom as in third-party meeting client Zoom. This is optimized <laughs> Zoom experience for Google Sheets on Android devices. I thought maybe something to do with like when they did the Zoom integration with Meet and I was like, yeah. oh, an optimized Zoom experience for Sheets on Android. That's interesting how specific they're improving that experience with the Zoom present, present, uh, presentations on Meet. Um, so then also we have some published releases here uh, that you can now, uh, uh, so Google is now enforcing trusted types uh, for Google Workspace and that's just kind of a uh, an improvement there around security and some preventing of cross-site scripting attacks. That's uh, that's what that's about. And then uh, there's an introduction here from new smart canvas features in Google Sheets and Docs. So more of those fancy uh, you know at something uh, commands that you can start doing there. Um, and then let me just get those out of the way. I almost went, went through those. Uh, and then in other news, we have uh, Google Google's parent there, Alphabet, shuts down yet another robot project. There's some, there's some new specializations here for partners uh, to help you identify, you know, maybe partners to work with on certain uh, specific projects. These are all uh, looking like primarily GCP and uh, you know Google Voice, Contact Center type related things, uh, but useful to know nonetheless. And then Google Tasks on the web. Now, there we go. There's one that we've all been waiting for I think, for a while. Yes. No <laughs> longer is it just tasks with inside Gmail. They've been, they've been listening to us. Someone's been listening to the episodes, I think, or I don't, I don't know where they're listening because I'm not really sure where feature ideas is working anymore on GCC, but you know, <laughs> here we are. Alas. And then finally, as I said, uh, the, the Google uh, Workspace Developer Summit uh, coming up very quickly here in Toronto and uh, Chicago. Uh, so uh, if you haven't registered for that, please go and do that because that, that's coming up in Toronto on the 9th of March. So just a little over a week away. And then in Chicago on the 14th. And I know I'm looking forward to seeing quite a few people that are coming in from out of town for that. Uh, Google and other places, I'm sure. So uh, should be uh, should be a good day out uh, here at the Google campus in Chicago. And yeah, so that's uh, that's our little uh, lineup here for this week's uh, updates. We'll jump into that first one. Uh, that first one being the ability to view peripheral devices directly in the Google Meet green room, and just making it you know a lot easier to uh, to manage what peripherals you are going to be using going into that meeting. So some nice little drop downs right below the, uh, the screen where you can see yourself, uh, so you'll be able to choose, uh, you know, which microphone, which camera speakers you're using. And instead of going into like a, an, an additional menu and then pulling up the settings in that little menu, uh, the dialog box, uh, just makes it a lot simpler and easier to pick, uh, to pick from there. 
and this is uh yeah makes it a lot easier especially uh you know for people coming coming from other video conferencing tools i don't know how much easy how easy it is in other ones but uh, this definitely makes it very easy to pick and choose uh you know which ones you want to select going into a meeting this is great i wanted them yeah. to do something like this for a very long time and now it's just front and center and yeah. just like in other video conferencing you don't have to like necessarily click well some of them you do still have to click multiple yeah. screens through in order to get in but this is this is really sleek um and yes. you'll be able to see the screenshot on the video side of course uh over here i think it's over here um yeah but, and a yeah. new design of the whole page i mean there's a whole, whole new design just, yeah. yeah it's just redesigned much cleaner shows yep. your levels shows your, your inputs the whole nine so yeah i wish they i wish they'd make the companion mode a little bit uh, more prominent though like, yeah uh, that's weird even like, when you click into companion mode it, it's it's yeah yeah like <laughs> almost like there. yeah almost like as if you know the other ways to join drop down should be they should like swap them you know mm -hmm. like it should be yeah. join now companion mode and then like other ways to join you know, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I, just cause I use companion mode like every single day, multiple times a day. So, well, on this, uh, in, on this interface here, it does say use companion mode in a room instead. Um, oh no, I know. I know it's, it says it in text, but I'm just saying like the, yeah, the other ways to join button. a button should be, they should swap those two. swap those two. I think. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's sense. what I think. Shout yeah. out to the uh, screenshot here. It's huge. Yeah. I, I was going to say that. Yes. It's getting to that almost. <laughs> sorry. Jump the gun. Oh, sorry. It's in that. Sorry. Uh, yeah. All right. So that's that update there. Let's see. It says it's now available. I didn't see it today though. So I'm not sure when that's going to be coming because it's been a couple of days now. So <laughs> yeah, cause this was the Friday announcement and it's Tuesday already. So have not seen it in any of my meetings today, but maybe others have. I uh, next had any meetings today. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. Next, uh, there's been some improvements to sales and customer service integrations in Google Chat. So some third-party tools, uh, sales tools like Salesforce and customer service uh, tools like Zendesk. Now a better integration with Chat uh, using the updated, uh, you know, uh, apps there. And you can now more easily search and share Salesforce records into the chat stream. Zendesk, uh, you can have some improved notifications of updates to Zendesk tickets in chat. And also uh, that is supposed to be available now. So if you have those already uh, active and in chat, you should be seeing those, seeing those already. Or have soon. you tried any of these? I... No, I mean, I've, I've built my own for fresh service. Oh yeah. Yeah. I had to build it. Yeah, I had to like gonna... write the code for it. So there wasn't well, like a pre-built one. You'll have to fork it and give me a copy because I haven't tested it because I'm also in fresh service and fresh service hasn't built this in yet. So, oh yeah. Um, yeah. Like as soon as like customers like request license increases or any, any like service requests, uh, within fresh service, a, um, a new, oh man. Oh jeez. <laughs> it's gonna new like a new thread gets created, but it's gonna change. Oh, <laughs> that's gonna be horrible. Everything. Uh, if you haven't seen the update that came this week, episode. oh my god, it's like the Steve worst update ever. Crying. I, uh, it's <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm just like dreading. I'm just dreading that update because I've, I've been in a few spaces that have this new threading functionality, and it's 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 horrible really is bad <laughs> i like it i you know because be you, tremendously yeah because you you now have to like t 
tag everyone in the space so that they follow these threads because it doesn't show up as like being the most talked about thread in the in the in the space there. Oh, you mean if it's, a it's big horrible? Topic. It's horrible. Like right now, when you know when when there's a conversation happening and like staff need to see like, hey, here we're talking about this customer now. Like, if, well, if you haven't engaged in that with that you know let's say thread before, you're not going to see it. Like it's bad it's really bad it's interesting it's, like, it's the worst it's, i suppose yeah it's like ruins it ruins a lot ruins a lot of workflows that exist um right yeah now. i think that you know we have to still get used to the new interface and and do some of the it's, things it's, that we did for the threaded because or not threaded but organized by topics which we previously called threaded and we're getting seriously off course here but essentially topics, yeah. just like we used to say okay every conversation gets a new you know a new topic and the way that you determine it's a topic is you put the topic on there first as the first message yeah. and you bold it if you're doing that too that, in right, threaded rooms then you can, at least people know that okay i'm gonna okay. look in here as a topic can, and they see there's a thread there that's fine. Um, of course, that gets you parked the way there, right? But yeah. the when something happens more recent in one of those, it doesn't all of a sudden jump to the most recent in that space. It just still stays way back there in history. That's oh, what's, know what that's what's bad. Yeah. Like you have no idea that something is happening in that thread. Does the summary, the AI summary feature, help with that? I don't know. I don't. Does it? I don't know. I mean. I don't know. I haven't I haven't tested it too extensively because um well all of my all of my spaces that I use are currently on topic based and not topics, new threaded. Yeah. So yeah. I only just set one up I think like last week just to play around with it. So more testing is required, but we'll go more into detail on that in next week's episode. Yeah. All right. Ugh. Hopefully they delay that one like they have spaces. Not spaces, sites. Hopefully they can delay. Like, yeah, they should delay that update. Like <laughs> they've delayed sites for four years. It, it please, doesn't sound like just, that's going to be the case. Please delay it for four years, please. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> two pane view for foldable Android devices now available on Meet, Gmail, and Chat. Have, have you seen the two pane foldable <laughs> Android? I've probably seen like two. No. Uh, no. Wait. I saw a foldable yeah. Android device yesterday. Yeah. In the wild that somebody was using. It was a Samsung, I think. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's pretty cool. And I looked at it, and the screen was, like, destroyed and nasty, and you could see the crease. I was like, that, yeah. it'll get better. Yeah. yeah. I saw some really nice concepts coming out of uh, Mobile World Congress in Barcelona this week that apparently that all the things I just mentioned progressed there was, tremendously. There was something so. Google announced with that. Oh, yeah, there was, like, some. The car stuff. Yeah, there's car Android stuff Auto. and there's some, some voice stuff as well, like voice services for... Oh, yeah? Yeah, I can't remember I didn't exactly see those. I, I saw, saw the Mercedes and other announcements for Android Auto. Oh, this is less consumer-focused and more like uh, like voice, like call center-type level services. That's what it was. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, for those... Uh, you know, two or three people out there in the world on a foldable Android device, uh, you can now have a little <laughs> bit better experience and um, have two pain view for Meet and Gmail. So they're Google's super excited to announce this. That's I wonder if say. this is more of an advanced, because uh, like a, in advance release, because I am seeing 
a lot more rumors surrounding a coming Google Foldable. And so it could be that Google is getting ready to go big into that area and therefore um, are rolling these out in advance so that it's ready to go at the time. Maybe. Could be. I think I've said this before on the show. I don't know. Yeah. Could be. I think there wasn't there some leaks around a foldable pixel? Yeah. Yeah. And the leaks are heating up. And Google is extremely leaky, so... Yeah, they are. <laughs> Where there's smoke, there's definitely fire. Yeah, let's see. I don't know if I'd, I don't know if I want to switch to a foldable. I mean, it, I definitely it, want it a foldable, but like it's Motorola Razor days, you know. What's wrong things. with the Motorola Razor? My only they're hesitation with that better of a foldable is that screen. I would, it's good. It's better. I would. My hesitation there is I would slam it closed and shatter the screen. That's definitely oh going to happen. Yeah. No, you never slam when you get off the phone. Just, no, I just want to have like a keypad on the bottom, right, and the screen on the top that do that, and then we'll mm, right. come back to that. Right. Oh, you want a BlackBerry? I see. <laughs> no, not a BlackBerry. Remember the um, one of the first Android phones? Oh, you're uh, talking the sliders. The slider, G1? yeah, like that one. That one's yeah. great. Something like that. Like the Sidekick, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Those are good phones. I had, I had one of those back in the day. Mm-hmm. I got mine when I was. That was my first phone. I think when I went to the, to London, twenty two thousand six. Oh, wow. I was still on a yeah. BlackBerry train at that point. I love my BlackBerry. Yeah, that was the G1, I think, But right? Android sucked back then. Yeah, that's what I said, the G1. Oh, no, it was great. HTC Dream. Yeah, the Dream. Mm-hmm. That was it. I loved it. I loved yeah. that phone. It was great. I did have the Sidekick on uh, T-Mobile for, for a while back then, yeah. trying it out. But then I went back to BlackBerry because Android was not really all that great back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had one of the T-Mobile G1s. It's great. I really liked it. Um, all right. Uh, next in our summit releases here uh, in the recap, there's an optimized Zoom experience for Google Sheets on Android devices. So just a uh, little bit better way to uh, zoom here on Sheets. So scaling uh, is kind of a different uh, kind of scales differently here, uh, like a you know, like a little I don't know trying to describe it here i'm looking at the images and like looking at the side by side it's like you have a little <laughs> bit smaller bottom pane here and then you have like the ability to kind of slide back yeah. and forth left and right so it's like a little bit minor minor update here honestly it took me a long time looking at these two screenshots side by side and i'm still not even sure what the difference is between them <laughs> just look but, at the bottom the bottom window is a okay bit shorter. so now it has a little, a, a little indicator on it like yeah right the rose yeah. Rows are larger on the second screenshot. We're talking about Zoom, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I think perhaps a screenshot was not the best way to show this. No. <laughs> I think there needed to be some data in there and some Maybe animation. And so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I definitely needed some better context to show. Oh, there's 35 rows on the left, and there's 28 on the right. And like, yeah. it's a little bit bigger. It's a little bit smaller now. Yep. So. <laughs> There you go. All right. And then big screenshot. Yeah. Yes. Big enough anyway. Uh, Sorry. Moving. Sorry. Now going into our uh, updates of the week. The first one here is that uh, trusted types is now going to be required uh, instead of just uh, standard uh, strings. So trusted objects instead of strings. And what does this mean? Basically it means more security it means that there's less chance of cross-site scripting and there is a content security policy header now as part 
of um, you know Docs, Sheets, Slides, and uh, all these other services. So Docs, Sheets, Slides, Forms, Sites, Jamboard, Drawings, and Drive all will uh, include trusted types and just reduces, uh, like I said, reduces that ability for cross-site scripting and vulnerabilities. Uh, so this is uh, something if you are a developer, make sure that you are aware of this because you're going to have to start to recode things and uh, make sure that you're refer you're using trusted types instead of just strings. I so think I most need people, to uh, cut that yeah. into a short Steve wrapping doc sheet slides form sites. <laughs> it's a good beat right there. <laughs> yeah, I tried to do it. I tried to do it very quick there. Thought you like that. Nice. Thought you like that. Nice. I was thinking of you, Jesse, when I did that. Yes, I was. Yeah. Uh, so this one, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, tailored towards developers. So I don't know if there's too many developers listening uh, out here, but if, uh, if you are uh, go and update your apps now, uh, because it will be coming out soon, uh, rollout for this one will be uh, coming to rapid release domains on the 23rd of March and then the 23rd of April for silent release, uh, domains. So, um, you know, they just kind of keep an eye on your add-ons. So I think from a workspace admins perspective, what should you be aware of, right? Because if you're a developer, you're probably not listening, but if you're a workspace admin, what does this mean? What it means is that those developers need to be updating their apps and they may not. So you may have some add-ons or some third-party tools that start to not work as optimal, optimal, you know, as, as expected, Optimally. let's say or as optimally, yes, as optimally or as expected anymore for users. So that is uh, something just to keep an eye out because you might uh, keep an eye out for because you might start to see an increase in complaints from your end users that something's not working as expected. And it's probably going to be completely out of your control. You're going to have to get the developer to update that and make some changes. Uh, so whether or not there's some sort of, you know, compatibility, backward compatibility, I don't know entirely, but uh, just thinking, you know, the, what impact this could have on the workspace admins kind of side of things. That's what it could, that's what could happen. So just be aware of that. And, uh, you know, as I said, this will be starting as soon as the 23rd of March for those rapid release domains. So, uh, 23rd of April for scheduled release domains. And then last, uh, on the updates, we have those, these new smart canvas features in sheets and docs. So more and more little pieces being added to that, uh, the ability to, you know, add kind of enhanced, uh, functionality, uh, to your sheets. This is going to add some extended date capabilities, some place chips, uh, finance chips and some stopwatch chips and stopwatch. I haven't seen yet, but, uh, probably cause you know, still waiting to have it roll out. This one hasn't rolled out to everyone just yet. But some interesting ones here, uh, you know, the place chips, it's going to give you the ability to insert some Google map functionality there and open that location directly in maps to see, and see a preview of location or directions. Those date capabilities are going to give you the ability to refer to things like today, yesterday, tomorrow, uh, you know, or just like uh, at date and it gives you kind of a date picker there to pick some things out. As I was saying to Jesse, like you just have like today, yesterday, tomorrow, always just used to be a function, right? It was like equals today, minus one equals today, plus one. But uh, there's going to be some little uh, better visualizations here when you start to use the date picker and things like that. Uh, finance chips. Uh, so Google finance, such as stocks, mutual funds, and currency into a sheet. 
I use Google Finance uh, very, very frequently, uh, especially the currency conversion. So it was always, you know, equals Google Finance and then uh, quote, uh, you know, GBP USD, for example, in quotes, and then, you know, times whatever your uh, currency is there. Uh, but it's going to make it a little bit easier to insert those. And then the stopwatch also. Uh, so being able to insert a stopwatch, you can start, stop, and reset the timer as needed. Wasn't there something that you could always do? You could just like Google stopwatch, right? And then something yeah. would come up. Yep. Yeah. So you can do that. Oh yeah. That gives you the, the timer and stopwatch there. If you just Google it, mm -hmm. uh, but this will bring it right into your spreadsheet. Uh, if you need it there, I wonder if they have this, they're going to bring this into docs at all. Oh yeah. Sheets and docs. Okay, good. Yeah. Yep. Cause it just, it shows like an animation of uh, mostly sheets for all of these features. They didn't show a, Docs image, but uh, yeah, I'll I think that last coming one, to the both. stopwatch. The stopwatch oh yeah, stops. that's true. That is what that's from. Yep, that's right. The stopwatch is probably the, could be useful for well, I think it's slides, but that's what the speaker notes are for, really, with the timer there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, roll out on this one. Just to look at the, if there's anything interesting on the getting started here. Uh, really just looking at like the list of terminology to figure out what you're going to put in there as an end user. But rollout pace for this one is going to begin on the 23rd of February for ref release domains and on the 9th of March for scheduled release domains, uh, both on a gradual rollout up to 15 days for feature visibility on that and available to all workspace customers as, the, as well as the legacy G Suite and basic and business and personal Google accounts. That's all for this week. On the Those updates. are the updates of the week. So yeah. over on the uh, on the news side here, RIP to Google's friendly office cleaning robots. Apparently, the Everyday Robots project is being oh, shut really? down over at Google. Yeah, it's a surprise, honestly, I because I know saw a whole bunch of robots this last week, yeah. like all around places. That they're, they're at the oh, airports. Yeah. They were, yeah, they were like picking up your Google's robots or other people's oh, this robots. Was, this was like at the, you know, O'Hare airport. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they, I believe there was a, a whole, they talked a whole bit about uh, their robots in, I don't know, well, a couple of months ago. Um, but apparently the company that Google owns that is behind them called Everyday Robots is no longer going to exist as a discrete team. Quote, Everyday Robots will no longer be a separate project within Alphabet. That could mean, by the way, that they're just oh. being absorbed into something else. Yeah. Uh, it does say some of the technology and part of the team will be consolidated into existing robotics efforts within research. So it's probably just more of the, hey, we're shutting down individual larger groups and consolidating them, just like they're doing with yeah. the Maps team and the, and the Waze right. group, as well as a lot of the Area 120 stuff um, as well. So. We'll see, um, but uh, you know, they're they're as far as I could tell, they're pretty happy with these robots. So, um, you know, doing things like custodial work, sorting trash, cleaning tables, etc. Um, uh, I mean, I think that these uh, are a good good step forward, and I liked seeing them around. Pretty cool, um, definitely futuristic. But um, I don't know, maybe Google is has a different strategy around them going forward. But I guess we'll have to wait and see. So, if you're interested in all of the details there. Hit the link below for the Verge article. 
And then uh, this one is specifically for partners. Google is launching specializations, new specializations, rather, because they already have existing ones. Uh, three very important new trends is what they are trying to address. Uh, one is the data center modernization services specialization, and that is for partners who have demonstrated success with data center transformation of workloads from on-premises, private cloud, or other public clouds. Number two is the DevOps services specialization uh, for those that have demonstrated success implementing, managing, and improving the quality and speed of creating new applications at Google Cloud. That's a good one. And then um, Contact Center AI, still around, still a thing, still a lot of investment behind it. So Contact Center AI services specialization uh, for those that have demonstrated success in implementing and migrating Contact Center AI projects with Dialogflow. Um, so uh, more information on each of those and uh, what it takes to get into those and uh, the partners that already are um, already have achieved these specializations such as SADA for the data center monetizer wow try that again data center modernization specialization my brain just went the bleh, bleh, bleh. Okay. Um, our friends over at SADA already achieved that one and uh, some others um, for, for the other certifications there as well and uh, if you're a partner who wants to learn more about how to earn speci specializations check out uh, everything you need to know including certification requirements, customer success stories and more on the Partner Advantage portal. Uh, there's also a um, email if you would like to schedule an optional pre-assessment uh, for a fee before applying. Um, and so if you want that email, go ahead and check out the article. And then um, last article that I have here is finally here, Google Tasks on the web without using Gmail's sidebar. So it's a dedicated interface for Google Tasks. Now, it seems that this has been born out of the reminders and assistance uh, migrations or integrations or replacements that is happening here. And as Tasks is set to fully replace assistant, assistant reminders, uh, it looks like it's going to be using uh, possibly some of that interface there updated with uh, Material U design. Um, Obviously, you can access tasks in the sidebar and um, in the dedicated app on Android and iOS. Uh, but if you would like, you can go to assistant.google.com forward slash tasks. And um, not sure it's entirely live yet, but um, you will be able to see your tasks there now. Oh, it is live. Welcome to Google Tasks. I was able to do it just now. That being yeah. said, it's, it's just, oh, come on. It is just a single column. It's not a. It's literally the sidebar, bigger. Ugh, sorry, guys. I got excited about this one. Didn't fully click through to see the live thing. It's still just the sidebar. Whoop de doo. You can have a dedicated sidebar um, open somewhere else, but it's not anywhere close to the fully fledged task manager that it should be. Um, Oh, well. Welcome to Google Tasks. You can manage tasks on the go from any device. They have traffic notifications. Like, Start your important ones. Use your voice to say set reminder with the system. Uh, yeah, it's, that, was, <sighs> that was my last point here. Um, why aren't they doing that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that just 404s. So somebody over at Google, figure it out, man. Please help us. Uh, you know, I can't, I, I don't recommend Google Tasks, honestly, straight up, because this experience is awful. So, um, hopefully we are seeing, or we are seeing updates here. Hopefully they continue to actually invest in it and it just becomes task.google.com and, um, you will be able to, uh, to have a fully fledged multi-column, you know, even Gantt or, or even list view, um, 
task editor there for all of the locations that you are putting in tasks, whether it's in chat, whether it's in spaces, whether it's in documents, whether it's in keep. Bring it all together. Come on, bring it home, Google. You can do this. And the last thing that I wanted to bring up here uh, that I did not have in the show notes that I remembered halfway through here is we've heard a lot of chatter from the education space about pronouns and being able to put your custom pronouns on your profile and the fact that it's not available for education. And I'm a little bit baffled by this, to be honest. Um, The education sector is where I thought it would begin. The education sector is the one that has made the most noise about it and who, you know, are are very concerned with this and want to have this. And and other tools in the education sector specifically were the first ones to roll out support for this. So why did Google just roll it out only for business customers? Uh, Unfortunately, from what I'm seeing in some of the conversations that I was having in the forums, it looks like they're done working on pronoun feature for the rest of the year. So uh, get in touch with your resellers, get in touch with your partners, get in touch with Googlers that you know if this is an important topic to you and ask them, say, hey, what the hell? Where's the love for education? This is not something that should be paywalled. This is not something that should be you know, kept behind a gate somewhere. This should be just rolled out for everybody. What's, what's, what's the problem here? It does not seem like a difficult... I'm sure there's a reason, but it does not seem like a difficult... Um, you know, engineering task to uh, to roll out here. And yes, sure, there are differences in education and in enterprise, but uh, there are so many things that start on the education side and then come to business and enterprise. And I don't know why they went the other direction with this one. Steve, what do you think? Any thoughts? No. I was like, right, we're going to keep digging. Sometimes. We're going to keep talking. Um, <laughs> what did you say? I was thinking of something else when you were talking about that, actually. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. And then the last thing here, as Steve mentioned earlier, is the reminder for the Google Workspace Developer Summits, one in Toronto and in Chicago. These are in person, hosted at the Google Toronto and Chicago offices, respectively, on March 9th and 14th, uh, respectively. So if you are interested, go and hit the link down below to sign up. There's a sign-up form and the uh, and the, the event page. And uh, that's pretty much everything we've got for you this week. So short and sweet. And um, send us your questions and comments on Twitter if you got them. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't yet. And uh, we appreciate you coming back every week for everything Workspace news from Workspace Recap. Um, so we'll, yeah, have a great week. We'll see you next time on Workspace Recap. <laughs>